There is a... Uh, people ask me today about what defines a heterisk. Before I get to show just five minutes of definition of a heterisk. A heterisk is an additional element on top of the isk. The isk is a partnership whereby they define certain division of, uh, of profits, uh, which assets is going to be used for it, where the business is going to be invested, or the uh, full investment, everything. However, in everything that we learned until now, everything we're going to learn soon, every kind of iske does not guarantee the principal, does not guarantee the original investment. The person who gave the money does not have any guarantee that he's going to get his original investment back. If the original investment is lost, he lost. Yeah, he lost half. Whatever he lost, he lost. That is the original investment. The heter is now to make a. We're going to discuss today to make a iska where there is a set amount of profits, regardless of. Profit or loss, lack of profit, or how much profit is a problem, depending how it's structured. So, heter iske by definition is a regular iske. First three paragraphs are we split the profits 50 50, we split the profits 90 10, whatever whatever definition you want to split it in between, between Milva and Picard. Like we saw yesterday in Altareva, that the definition. What defines what part is a milvin and what part is a pekodin is depending on how much achrayis you have for the seder and how much avachim you get. Right? So if your avachim are fifty percent, that means your chelak milvin is fifty percent. It means not your avachim. How much avachim you giving the other guy? How much avachim you giving to the investor? If you're giving the investor ninety percent avachim, that means that ninety percent of the money is a pekodin and ten percent is a milvin. So how do you guarantee that the Karen should not get lost? That's the whole chachma of a You're You're making an agreement for this. And you say that the guy who takes the money is not to be trusted, that there was a loss, not to be trusted, that there was a lack of profits. The shvur, Adam, depending on which... Once one is a shua, one is a edim, shua chamura. So the guy comes to Bezdin, and the Bezdin tells him, you got to pay 50% of the profits. He's like, there's no profits. Bezdin says, fine, do a shua. I don't want to do a shua. Nobody wants to do a shua. They had to risk it, took that element and made it into the contract. Bezdin said, you need a shua. Without a shvua, I'm not going to believe you. That's the haskin between us. You want to avoid a shvua? We make a schumis pashas. We make a certain amount of money that I'm going to be willing to take to waive a shvua, to waive the obligation of demanding from you a shvua. That is the heter in the heter isk, the heter element to the isk. That's made to protect the original investment and to protect the guy from not being believed, from from not having to shvua. Huh? Why can't you Technically, you could. So, so the schum is pashas. A guy who has the money is not going to want to make a shul. 
He doesn't have the money. He might make a shroom. Then the whole thing of Schumis Pashas can't be too crazy. It has to be something which which makes sense like the Iske also. Yeah, that's a whole discussion whether you can make a Schumis Pashas which is crazy or not. But the Schumis Pashas has to be relative to the... To the you can't make a Schumis Pashas which is a Kuleyama much more than what he could have made in the business, his half of the business. But that is the Heter in the Heter. If he decides to make the school. It's Yep. Right. The investor doesn't want this. The investor wants money. Exactly. Right. So the investor doesn't have means the, the, the so the way some people do so nobody could just come afterwards and say heteriska hen heteriska her is that the heteriska is deposited signed by the rav and the rav holds it. The lawyer doesn't have it, or the investor doesn't have it, and the recipient doesn't have it. Neither of them have that risk. It's sitting in the love's drawer. There's any dispute that says not to risk, you go to this love. And this love is the only one who can make a determination whether to make a shawar or not to make a shawar. It's only to make a shawar if the guys, you know, you're able to prove. The other side could prove. Like you, you, I gave you a million dollars. A month later, a property went up on your name. Yeah? And uh, a month later, a property went up on your name. And you went now, and, and now you tell me there's no profits. This property is worth $2 million. So it's a problem. Yeah, such a scenario. If the guy, if he bears and realizes the guy is going to make a shoe of a shaker, we don't let him, we don't let him uh, make a shoe. You're not allowed to let him make a shoe. I, I, I never saw a shoe on Bezin. Huh? It's not that anymore. I never saw Shua being done this. Okay, let's start with what well, I want to discuss today. Shir, Sivav, and well, Tereb in three places. Yeah, we're talking about over here when you make an iske between them that you split the profit, that you get the profit. Instead of spilling the profit, you take a specific amount of money. Not according to the real prophet. So Mechaber and Sivov says, talking about a case, which is, as usual, I use the numbers that they chose, that Reuven gave Shimon 100,000 to, to do a iska. And they agreed that they're going to split the Revachim half-half. And then they said, well, instead of us splitting the Revachim half-half, Shimon says, I'm going to give you a specific set of money, a specific set of money instead of the half of the Revachim. Tells him, let's say you give me $100,000. No, I'm going to give you $10,000 instead of the Revachim, even though really we're supposed to do the Revachim half and half. And I've saved them half and half. Still in all, I'm giving you $10,000 as Revach. I'm agreeing to give you $10,000 as Revach. The Mechaber straight up writes, it's also even if all the Achrayis is on the one who gave the money on the Uve. Yeah. Even if all the Achrayis, what Achrayis are we talking about? The Shach right away says Achrayis is both Einsim and Gneva Vavedo. And that Achlechem adds over there that even when you take full Achrayis, does not include Pshia Hakroiva Lehezek Biyodayim. If somebody does, even if even if the Noisen takes one of all the Achrayis, that does not absolve 
the receiver from Pshia, which is negligence, which is sim- close to Hezekiah. First question is, why is this thing also Bichol? What's wrong with this? Yeah, the Taz goes right away and asks the question. He says, first of all, the market is Rabbi Yishai. He says, what's Rabbi Yishai's reason? It's a two-part um, a two-part reason. It looks like Rebus. And the person, and it could be seen, people could see it as if it was a Rebus Gemur. What does that mean? The Etzim, there's no inherent Isser in this agreement. The only reason is because it looks like Rebus. And somebody can make a mistake and think that it's full-fledged Rebus. Right? So then comes the Taz and says, good, so why is the Rabbeinu Yeshaya came up with this Gzeda for himself? This is not a valid enough reason to make a new Isser out of this, just because somebody's going to think maybe it's Rebus. So he starts and he explains, let's first understand what's going on over here. Really, there is no loan. There is no borrower. There is no lender. It's an iska. But in this iska, Shimon is actually better than the regular iska because he's pre-purchasing the revachim. The, he's pre-purchasing from Reuven the half of the revachim at a specific price. He's telling him, I'm buying from you. We're supposed to have Revachim half and half. I'm going to purchase from you the half of the Revachim for $10,000. And Luyatsura would have been somebody from the street. Bechla wouldn't have been a Shaila. You know, somebody unrelated to this transaction. A person could buy future profits. I could buy from you something, an investment in the company. I have an investment in the company. I have stocks in the company that's based on future profits. Yeah, and someone could come to me and tell me, I want to buy from you these things. It's absolutely not a problem. A person could buy profits. So Medina, L'Chaira, there's absolutely no issue. And a person could purchase, even if I could purchase, I could sell my stocks, which is a purchase to somebody, a, 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 a piece of an investment for future profits for whatever price I want, even if I don't know how much profits it's going to be, if there will be profits, and maybe there's going to be losses. A person could pay me $1,000 for, for, for certain preferred stock in a company, which I believe is going to make money. And uh, and uh, the person, and what happens if I sell it to him for a price that's higher? I could choose whatever price I want. I sell him the stock. And if he's not going, if the price is going to go down, going to go up, the company is going to go bankrupt, I don't have to give back anything. Right? But that isn't a regular sale, regular purchase. The person purchases a regular amount of, of revochim, for future revochim. And then if it will be somebody from the outside, it looks much like a sale. LMI, when a person looks at this transaction between these two people from the outside, the person that's not part of this transaction, he looks like ribis. What does it look like? The Trevon gave Shimon 100,000. And Shimon went back and gave... 110, and it looks like ribis. And because it looks like ribis, it's similar to Adamas ribis, Avak ribis, which we learned in Simakuf Samach Dalid, that when a person has a mashkin from somebody on a loan, he can't go and rent it out to the to the person who gave him the mashkin in a in a schum kotsuv. And over there you have a whole discussion whether it's ribis. Ktsutsa, but maskonets, Avak ribis, Aromas ribis, it looks like ribis. 
So it means Ba'atsum there is no Yesoidis Dika Isur in this sale transaction. The only Isur is because it looks like Ribis. Therefore, something which looks like Ribis, I'm giving you a hundred and you're giving me back a hundred and ten. Even though we made, even though this could really is, really is just a purchase. Just by the way, nobody really discusses if you have to say that you're purchasing the Levoch. It's we follow the whole logic that we see before in Shulchan Aruch, that when a person does one of these kinds of things, L'chayra, he was planning on doing it the right way. So in such a scenario, we say, L'chayra, if I'm telling you that I'm inv- giving you $100,000 to invest in the business, and then you go, and I'm telling you, we're going to split the profits half and half, and you respond, instead of that, I'm going to give you 10000 in lieu of the profits, it obviously means that, uh, that you're purchasing for me the profit, my half of the profits. You know, like yeah, what happens if there's no profits? That's the problem of the thousand. Usually, if I'm going to buy your huge profits, I'm giving you the money right now. Over here, what's happening is he says that when the time comes to pay you back the profits, instead of giving you the profits, like you should pay. Yeah, that looks like a problem. So that's, that's the Yeah. So Taz says, according to this, if they made an agreement between them that if there's no profits whatsoever, then he doesn't have to give anything. Then, and achrais and losses is on both. Then it goes back to being a regular. Ah, then it goes, then it means it only kicks in at the end. And at that point, if there's profits, at that point, I'm buying from you your profits for 10000 That's not a problem. But only if, huh? There is a this no if they make an agreement before, no. It means the double profits, it means they have to exceed twenty thousand, because only half is his. Yeah. Or whatever, whichever way they determine it. Ten thousand is more than the chilek? No, it does not have to exceed it because they can make an agreement and it's taking a risk. But some profits there is. But if they didn't have such an agreement, there is a discussion in Achrainim, which I did not uh, bring now, that is there such a problem if the profits do not exceed at all that amount and ends up that he has to give. Yeah, and that might be the swatter why the Taz is machmer. I'm going to get to later. You can't make a, a schum every week. The Altareb is machmer based okay. on the Taz. That he says, he says, I give you, I give the guy $100,000 and he tells me if there's going to be profits. I'm going to, it's supposed to be profits. We're going to split it half and half. However, instead of me having to make all the chishboinis, because this is a complicated business and there's profits coming in and profits going out, I'm going to be spending two years doing it. It's too complicated for me to make exact cheshbon. I have to wait until next year to know how much taxes and how much the prices went up and the prices went down. We're going to make a determination from now that there's going to be profits. I'm estimating it's probably going to be $20,000 profit on this 100000 investment. So I'm comfortable committing now to give you $10,000 for profits. If it's going to be more, it's going to be more. Now I keep it. He says you're allowed to. Is in such a case when if there's no profits, you don't give him anything. We say that if there is no profits whatsoever, I'm not giving you anything. Which is essentially how a head to risk works. We're supposed to work. The only thing is that the schumis pashas is to cover in case the person says there was no, and he doesn't want to take a sure. 
That's not true. There's no prophets. I don't have to give you anything. So Ta says, and, and uh? who the one who gives the money or not gets the money? He wants seven more. He wants seven more settled. He knows this business is going to make money. You're gonna buy. You're gonna buy a house. The money, it's going to go up in price. And there's a certain normal uh, range that it goes up. Ten percent. It goes up twenty percent. It goes up five percent. Whatever the, the the way the market is looking. And I want to have a, I want to hedge against, uh, I want to be able to protect myself that I'm not going to, I'm, a, I'm, I'm not a risk taker. So I want to have at least, I mean, my hedge in this business, I could, I think I could only make $10,000 on my half. So I'm telling you, I'm saying, listen, I'm not gonna, let's not argue about this. 10000 that's what I think I would have made from this, from these $50,000. This is what you should give me. And the other guy's a risk taker, and he's like, hey, I could make $50,000 off this deal. So if I'm only going to give him 10, then there's 40 left, the 25 that I'm entitled to from the profits. And I get another 15 for taking a risk. If I'm a risk taker, some people invest in high-risk stocks, some people invest in bonds. It's the personality of the people. It's not nothing. This is different personalities. This is conservative investors. There's wild investors. There's people that are that put money into businesses and they make and they make uh, and one year they, they have $10 million in the bank, and the next year they have zero. And some people every year they have a hundred thousand. Different, different personalities. You can't you can't uh, investments. You can't go based on 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 the clothing. You can't make rules. The guy who's a conservative investor could only invest up to here. The guy's more of a gambler personality. So, ah, he's not going to go to gamble in a casino. He's gambling in the stock market. Gambling in investments. Taking high risk investments. A high risk investment go up or go down. You could gain ten times what you invested. You could lose your friends. Depends on the person. So Taz says it is because in such a scenario when he doesn't give, when if you're not going to make any money whatsoever, you're not going to give this chum, this sach, kotsuv that you decided in the therefore it is muter. And the reason simply is, over here it's clear, this doesn't look like ribis. Because it's not clear. Ribis is that, I'm, that you're paying me for hamtanas mois, for me having, for me waiting for the money. What happens if there's no profits of this business deal? I waited for the money for a whole year. I didn't make anything. It's clear that it's not Rebus. Everybody sees and knows it's not Rebus. It's not Mexican Rebus. Mexican Rebus could be if there's a certain amount of money I'm for sure going to make. But if I'm not going to make any money, could be that I'm not going to make any money. It's not Mexican Rebus anymore. And Tass says, and this is the Heter HaNohug. When it comes to Iska, this is how, this is the Heter HaNohug. And the Chavazda says the same thing. The Ramok comes and says, that it is mutter in such a scenario 
if Reuven accepts upon himself, he's chalak on the mechaber. If Reuven upon, accepts upon himself all the achrayus, is mutter as long as it's ribis medivri seifer. Like in our case, it's only medivri seifer, it's not mechzik ribis. But if he's not mechaber the whole achrayus, only part of it, it's also even in the ribis medivri seifer. But if we're talking about ribis medivraisa, even if the one who gives the money accepts upon himself the whole achrayus, it's still awesome. Shach right away comes and says, "Are you talking the Ramos oyster when you accept upon yourself all the achrayus?" Tumas Adeshin is mashmad if you accept upon yourself all the achrayus, it's mutter even if ribis deiraisa. Why? Because if Reuven accepts upon himself the full achrayus, what's the logic over here? It means that if he's going to get lost, he's going to lose everything. If he's going to lose everything, it is not a loan. Yeah, he could lose everything. But Mela, it's not by defined alone, even though it's ribis tzutze. It's a definition of tzutze. But if I take the whole achrayis, it means I could lose everything. It means it cannot be alone. The definition of alone is that the other guy is taking the achrayis. I'm taking all the achrayis. I talk and it's also. He's mad. He says, the shach is chalik and the ramon says that even the ribis tzutze, he takes upon himself all the achrayis, it's mutter. And the chavazdas comes and adds on it and says this only is very important chavazdas to remember. Because today we try to follow it across the board in all kinds of etayim in in Hilchas Ribis, Sifkot and Tazvav and Chidushim. That is only if the words that were used were words of Schiru, something not the word Halva, not the word Ribis. That is why today you're going to see that the minig is that when you write a hetariska, you do not write the word Ribis in it. Not the word. Huh? Not on the Babajers. Today, we, 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 we try to do it. Not on the Babajers. Bechlal, they try to avoid writing this based on the Chavaz Das. They mixed up with something else on the Babajers. I'm going to speak about it today. It was a mistake. Not only, I mixed up with something else. This is based on the Chavaz Das. You don't use the word Hava. Ah? There's an Akud of it in Smach Tzadik. Yeah. I'm saying I've seen the Chavaz Das also. Yeah, now I want to go through the Al-Terebe. Mem, Mem, I did not put it in this paper, so you might want to. Pick it up if you have one. Go through with the Alter Rebbe says Sif Mem and Sif Mem Aleph, and then we'll see how the Alter Rebbe looks at this story. The Alter Rebbe and Sif Mem says as follows: Tzrichim lechalik b'shove harevach. Really, when you make an iske, you're supposed to split the revach, hein rav, hein me'at. Both, whether it's a lot or a little, has to be split half and half. It doesn't mean half and half, 50-50, because if we determine there's going to be 90-10 or 80-20, then you split whichever way you determine from the beginning, based on how much revachim that you determine, what's a iske, what's a pikodin, what's a halva. You can't make a set determined amount that's going to be decided that the, that, the, that the set amount is going to be given regardless of whether there's a lot or a little or no profit. And Al-Tarev says, I said, what do we do from the Taz? Even though this is selling him the profits with a condition that even if it's going to be a lot more profits, he's still going to only keep a certain small part of it. You can sell to somebody else the same way. Because 
the one who received the money, the Shimon, in if he makes for him a set price, even though to somebody else would have been it looks it looks like he's and therefore it is also yeah it looks like it's a it means they because he's telling him it looks like he's life doesn't tell him that purchasing not purchasing doesn't make a difference the fact that I am going taking from you hundred thousand dollars now at the end of the year, I'm giving you 110, and I'm taking that, and I'm agreeing that I'm only giving it, that I'm giving it regardless of whether there's profits or no profits or there's a loss, but I'm planning on profits. I'm buying the profits, but I'm taking a risk, a big risk, because it's going to be a loss. That's awesome. And this is even though he is not... Eloive on the half that he received for the from, from the borrower from the investor for the palga pikon, he's bichlal not eloive on that. So he's basically, well, there's anyways, he's he has never borrowed that half. All he's doing is he's prepaying, he's pre-purchasing, he's agreeing to purchase the revachim on that half on those fifty thousand. So on the fifty thousand he took, he's not giving any of this. On the fifty thousand, the other that he that he's holding for the other guy, all he's doing is this pre is just agreeing to give a set amount of price. So it's not he's not a loyal on the money on which those ten thousand dollars are how. So it's how could it be ribis? It looks like ribis, therefore it's awesome. And then Al Tereba goes even further, which we saw in. Even if he has absolutely, he's not a loyver. We have because we said that the whole achrayis, like the mechaber says, all the achrayis is on the one who gave the money. Whether is whether is a loss or it's going to go down, and even achrayis of gneivah vaveda and oinsim. That in such a scenario we saw in the past that if 100% of the achrayus is on the, is on the giver, you are redefined as a shliach rather than as a, than as a borrower or a recipient. Still in all, it's considered also. Why? Because it could be mistaken to be seen as a loan of an ribis. Yeah, because he's giving him in such a scenario that Al-Tarev gives you an interesting kodah. The potential for loss, a full loss on an investment, is not so motzui, not so common. Most investments that you're going to invest, you're not going to end up with a total loss unless you the put your the whole can going to the garbage is very, very rare. So that means you don't have you don't have a so that ultimately because you're giving a specific amount of money and the chances of loss are very slim. Yes, Altarabah gives you an interesting way of looking at it. By, by having a transaction 
where the chances of loss are slim and the chances of profits are high and somebody's giving a set amount in lieu of the profits, it looks like a was. And therefore, it's also, even if 100%, I'm taking upon myself 100% of the losses and of the failures. And I know that you're going to invest in a real estate deal in New York. What does that mean? Nothing. Because I know that even if the whole thing goes down, the land is still worth a lot of money. Even if the building comes down, the most I'll lose, 20%, unless it's a fancy new building, maybe. But on a regular, buy a house, what am I losing? What's the potential for loss in the city over here? What's the potential for loss? 5%? How much could the house go down? Mm-hmm. Only rentals. Purchases went down a little bit, not a lot. Sale price. 2008, the houses did not drop that much. The mortgages, people weren't able to pay the mortgages. They were inflated. The actual value in New York, nobody got a discount. They were able to buy a house for $300,000, $200,000. Nobody bought a house for $200,000 in New York then, in Cranites, even in 2008. So it went down from a million to 800, from 900, from 900 to 800. So if you invest in the speculative markets and you invest in something which is speculation, then it's a problem. But if you invest in something which is not speculation, normal businesses, it's 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 the 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 amount is the amount is much less. The chance, sorry, not the amount, the chance of loss is much less. And being that the chance of loss is much less, so it looks like when I'm telling you, yeah, I'm taking a chayis and everything on the whole loss, but I want a set amount of profits, then it looks like ribis. Then the Altar continues, brings the Ramadat, if all the chayis is on the noisen, the one who gave the money, because if all the chayis is there, ultimately it doesn't look like a life anymore. And just like you could sell the profits to somebody else, you could sell the profits to him. And that applies to every rib, every ribis midraban. Does not accept the swatter of the shach, that you could also use it for ribis, which is ribis. So he says, because it doesn't look anymore like alva. Now Trevor says, like the Ramo, not like the Shach in the name of Thomas Adeshin that says that even if it would be the Raisa, it would be Mutter. However, if he only accepts the Achrayis in half, the Noisen only accepts the Achrayis in half, then the Ramo would still be Oyser and it is considered Asr. So here we see the Yusoid of the Mechaber, the Yusoid of the Ramo. Now we have the Taz. That's next Sif in Al Tareb. It's based on the Taz. Yeah, the beginning of the Taz. He says at the end of the Taz. He says, all this calls it, all this applies when you make a specific amount of money, regardless of whether you know, if there's going to be any profits at all. As but and, he's, and and the responsibility of the loss is fully on the one who gave the money. But if, and this is this is how um, um, he explains it, if I tell you 
that I am willing to give you $10,000, whether the Revachim are higher or the total Revachim of the whole business deal is only 10000 it means I'm not going to lose anything of the deal, which we was mentioned before. I'm not going to lose anything of the deal up to this amount. Then it is given the whole, then it's what? Or if he or if he makes money less than what he than what he determined, then he will give it to him. He, he's, then and, and he's not going to have to put his own money into it. Then it is mutter. Even if the achray is in such a scenario, if I only take upon myself that I'm going to give, I, I can't mean that the receiver is not going to be able to have to lose any money. The most he can lose is the profits that came from this business, but he's not going to lose from the from his from his half of the investment. That's motive. Why? Because he becomes like a shemer sachar, and then even if he takes a chayis for that for the chayis gneivavaveda on all the money, it's not a problem because he is now a shemer sachar. All he's doing is he's a shemer sachar. He has no potential for loss, the most he can lose is the amount that he worked, that, that, that he would have been entitled to. He's a chroi on because he's getting paid for the for the for his work. Therefore, it's not in the chroi is on him. And then and also, he takes upon himself the achrayis on 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 zoyl and oynes for half of the money which he took as a, as a loan for his half. Why is that? Because in such a scenario, the says, "If let's go back to what we said before. The side of the isra over here is because it looks like rivers. So over here, it doesn't look anymore like he's lending with rivers." By the mere fact that I make a determination with you that I'm going to give you a set amount of money does not make it look like ribis because I hoil, because I'm not going to give you anything from my own pocket. If there is no profits or if the profits are going to be, the total profits are going to be less than the amount of money that I determined. So therefore, it's not shy to be considered ribis because... I'm not, I as the one who gave the money could only make money if the business goes, at least makes $10,000 total and the other guy is not losing anything, the most that can happen to him is he's not going to gain anything. Therefore, it's not shaykh. It doesn't even look like ribus. The only time it looks like ribus is in the previous case where a person has the money and, and he agrees to give a set amount of money even if it's going to go down. Over here, it's Sahako. I'm selling you the profits of the business. And I'm the one, and the one who's taking the money is the one who's, who could only, who could either lose his half of the profits or he could make a lot more. He's taking a small risk. But the risk, the, 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 the negotiation and the deal is only on the profit part. Maybe he's going to be able more profits. Maybe it's going to be a little bit less profits. Maybe I will lose my half of the profits, but I'm not going to give a penny from my kid. Remember, Shalom and base. 
And then the Altar brings and says, Yesh Cholkim, Bechoshishin Mishumri Bizgmura Shulteira, Koshikotisli Dover Kotsov. Af Shechatsi Harevach Lo Yiyah Kokach. The Balaitur, his, he says that if you make any form of Ktsitsa on something specific, yeah, if the half and uh, something specific, it becomes a shaila of ribis shultayre. Avalaminik poshutim dinasayil lahokil bezeh. Lasus mamrons from shari iskal derechzeh. That the minig poshut is to be makel and do these kinds of documents of iske. That as long as the raksha chayis aonisim vehefsa b'scherish uzotzichos shneim b'shavik machines b'adamay. As long as the as long as the loss, the percentage of responsibility for the loss is parallel to the percentage of responsibility for the percentage of potential profits, well, that's more to... So he says, we don't... He says, the minute portion is not to follow the Balaitu. Yeah, let's stop here for a second, and we'll go back to papers. Yeah, because now comes the next part of the al Before we go into Mekom Mokim, I'm going to go to something else. There is a concept of Ribes Derech Knas. Ribes Derech Knas is that I say, if you're not going to pay within 90 days, then it's going to be a knas, certain knas. Yeah? What happens if you pay before 90 days? There's no knas. So there is no limbus. Limbus derech knas. There's different opinions, different ways, not opinions, different details in limbus derech knas. But limbus derech knas is not, is not us if it's done right. Why is that? Because I am not going to... Uh, because I'm not going to, uh, to because there's there's no the money that that's coming as a knas is not coming because you're holding on to the money because of Antonas Mois, because of Agad Nota. Uh, money that's coming in is coming because came a time I needed the money. I'm giving you a punishment. So it's not ribis. So Sif designed the Mechaber writes that if the loyven accepts upon himself to give us a sach kotsov, a specific amount of money. Uh, for every week that he's holding the money, is knas, every week, a weekly knas, the Mechaber says, ribis gemura, and the Ramavah the right away adds, even though it's bederech knas, and not ribis, because, yeah, for the simple logic, if he would have paid, it wouldn't be a knas, Hoyel being because of the kids of Hoshavua, Beshavua, have a ribis gomel being, being that he wrote in the shtar that he's going to give him a knas every week a specific amount of money. It's clearly ribis and it's also Rechain Iker and the Machaber says Rechain Iker, even though there's Yishmakil. The Taz comes and gives you a Klal Godel, yeah, a big rule. All the Hatayim, he says. Mikan, from here we learn, every kind of hat you're going to do when it comes to the you're not allowed to mention a specific amount on the shtar, a monthly, weekly, yearly, something else, a monthly, weekly amount in the shtar. So based on this Taz, this is what Al-Tareb is basing himself on. We're going to get to it in a second. Yeah, And the Shach right away argues under the Taz and says, We need a... Hey, the yesh heter, mutter the haske shavua. 
if there is a different hetter, you are allowed to be master to mention weekly pain, weekly or monthly, whatever it is. Meshani hochod the ain't hetter over here. Everybody says there is no hetter. Why is that? Yeah, the logic is in the case of iske, what's the hetter? That if there's no revachim, you're not paying anything. Yeah, so I could write in the shtar from today to tomorrow that every week I'm going to have to pay you a hundred dollars for the revachim. But comes the first week and there's no revachim, there's no revachim, I don't have to pay anything. Second week, no revachim, no revachim, I don't have to pay anything. Third week, revachim was only $25. Yeah, according to what we understand, I don't have to pay anything. Maybe I only have to give you 25, not 100. The next week comes and it's $300 in a wachim. Oh, here's your 100. So that's the shachs. It's not a problem in the iske. Avokashikoy, so shtar iske, kumay bizman neinu, mutul haskir, shavuah, v'chinam inek, that's the minek, to write weekly amounts. Today's hetar iske is you're always going to see they follow the shach, mutul haskir. If you write Lubavitch, you write a hetar iske, you don't write that. You write the then. You're going to see based on what the author says. Yes, we got that's what I'm saying. I forgot to put it into the book, so I copied the whole nusach. Um, but it's in, uh, it was further down in the next in Hilchas and I didn't see, I missed it in the booklet, so I put it in the newspaper. So according to the Taz, yeah, the Altareb comes in Sif Mem Aleph, and again in Sif Mem Ches, and he says, you're not allowed to write in the Shtar a specific amount. So let's go back to Sif Mem Aleph, and we'll see what the Altareb writes. You're not allowed to write in the star kits in, in the star a specific amount that's going to be paid by week. From what's going to be explained later in Sifim Ches. Even though, even though, if there's not going to be revach at all, I'm not obligated to give you anything. And if I do give you something, it will be deducted from the keren. It's still awesome. You cannot mention a set amount weekly or monthly. That he's obligated to give it. Rather, so how could you write monthly or weekly? What you write is, at the end of the time, of the term, I have to give you this, this amount, I'm Ischayev, I'm going to give you $10,000 at the end of the investment. I, for me, at the end of the year, it's going to be hard to get 10000 Business is making, generating profits every month. I don't want to have at the end of the year to cut your check for $10,000. So for me, it's easier if I give you, after the first uh, batch gets sold, give you 1000 A month later, give you another 1000 But not as a chiyuv on the mekabal. It can only be that the mekabal, from his own decision, wants to make it easier for him. So if he wants, he wants to make it easier. So that's, that's fine. Yeah, huh? You're right that this is how much has to do at the end. However, however, to make it easier, if he wants to do it, he can do it like that. That's what they write today. Some uh, some some people write hat to risk. I when I write hat to risk, I write that. I write that in the shtaris that this is how much has to do at the end of the year. However, to make it easier, the person 
if the person prefers to do it on a month-to-month basis, he could split it up. He could split it up into these 12 months. He goes to Baal Pesach also fine. Huh? Yeah, that's what you do. And then now, Tanevi goes, Afilo Kitzvah B'Shonim is Chayvit in the Choshona Kach V'Kach Osur. Even if it's a yearly, it's also Osur. Kein Hefreshin Yeribis Bein Zman Mu'at Lezman Rav. Whether I write for you at a weekly payment, monthly payment, or yearly payment, it makes no difference. As long as it's open-ended, and I tell you, every year you'll do this, every week you'll do this, every month you'll do this, it's Osur. Because Ribis, there is no Kitzvah B'Zman. So what do you write? Yichtev stam litim b'siv hashan echetzi kach v'kach. Shegiyah zman yichtev shalachet. You write that this term of this investment is twelve months. I'm going to give you the end of twelve months kach v'kach. If I at the end of the term um, I, we want to extend it, so we'll make a new start. This is different than everybody else. Other people just say that at the end, even the ones who are machmer like the Taz, I say you just continue writing. We're going to get to it soon as the Machzadik says. But according to Al Tzavi, yichtev shalachet. If at the end of the term they agree that they're going to continue based on the original, the previous one for another year, you can take money the next time. And then even more. Even if he did not speak to him, Probably the reason he kept it is to continue on the previous kav. If at the end he does not speak about it, probably continues. That's the task. It's very important, crucial detail in Hatariska that we do today. This line. Standard Hatariska that the Duan Velt says this is the term of the investment. Every month is going to be this and this amount until the money is paid back. Problem number one, according to Altarev. Next thing it says if the money is returned early, it will be prorated. Problem number two, according to Altarev. So over here, it tells you clearly, if it returns early, you can't make a cheshbin. You made, we agree, there's going to be 12 months, $12,000 total at the end of the year, it's going to be $12,000. You gave me the, the iska back, the money became, uh, you don't need it anymore, whatever it is, you shut down the business after nine months, so I'm going to sit down with you and make a cheshbin. I gave you 12, I agreed for 12,000. You gave it back to me after nine months and a week. So the only amount that you have to give me is $9,250. Because nine months and a week, which is a quarter of a month. That's awesome. Around, you can't write, we prorate it based on the. On the time. That's a heterisk today. It's a problem to use for, for Labash, the Chatchila to use. The heterisk, as you find online, it's a problem. You're going to be writing heterisk for somebody, you have to be careful on those Nicholas. So, huh? so what does that Don't sit and tell him it was 360 days in the thing. Let's split the profit in 360. And you held it and you held it for 322. And you give it to me at 12 o'clock or whatever it is, so you owe me for 300, 322, and that's 
It was nine months, nine months in a day. It was further, three quarters. It was half a year, half a year. Not that I calculate today when you do a, a, a loan with, with a bank, it's calculated by day, every day. They split into a day. And there's a certain cutoff time. You pay it before a certain cutoff time, it doesn't kick in. The bank says something, 7 p.m., 8 p.m., 9 p.m., whatever, 11 p.m. If it hits, if you if you start the payment, and there's no new ribbons on it. Now let's go to Sifnam Ches, because that's the hamshik of this, and it looks like we're going to have to go to the Samachselik tomorrow. Sifnam Ches is page 81 in this booklet. Um, not, uh, sorry, uh, page 82. So he says, after he says that you can't write um, that it's a problem. And he says, he says, same thing that if you do it week by week, it, it's ribis gemura, but it looks like he's only trying to do arome. You cannot mention a specific chiyuv week by week, month by month, or like we said before, even year by year. Because if you're going to write weekly or monthly, this is the proof. That it's really a full-fledged libis. Ah, you made it in the form of a isk, in the form of a mecher, different things. All you did was a harama. You tried to pull it, it's a shtick. But really, it's libis gemura that you, that you phrase it differently. So uh, you phrase it in a different form. And anything which is a heter, which is according to a heter and something which is is not worth, doesn't work for something which is midday ice. Why is it haram? A person could lose everything, it's haram. So if 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 it's for, that's that's why if the if you make a hatteriska on something which is not really iska, it's talk haram. If you make a hatteriska on money that you borrow to pay back debts, if you make a hatteriska for for payment of rent, or if you make a hatteriska where the percentages are crazy, it's talk haram. Because people do invest all the time. It's not, it's not, it's not because it is possible to make to, to make business deals. Shaykh to make business. That's why it's not considered haram. The person has to be has to be at least investing in something. Yeah, kind of personal. We'll get to it tomorrow. What about, uh, what about the student loan? 